All right, guys, welcome back to the Yee Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Smith. <laughs> this is Hayden, my co-host. <laughs> we got Parker and the special guest today, Amy. Howdy. This is an episode that's been long awaiting, I feel like. But you kind of already broke a lot of it on the Smiths. So have you been on the Smiths one episode or two, Amy? Uh, one, I think. Just one. Amy doesn't even know <laughs> where she's appearing She's well, getting used to uh, getting filmed randomly. Well, that's just Granger. Welcome to the Smiths. Whenever you don't know whether you're going to be in an episode now or in like three weeks, if they're going to use that. You'll just be like sitting in your room and then Granger will just like pop in with a camera out of nowhere and be like, what's up, guys? That was one of my questions. Uh, right now, Granger walks up to you with a camera three inches from your face. What's your reaction? Hey. <laughs> you just, it's so She'll weird. She'll get used to it. It took me a while. Yeah, you do have to get used to it. So we're going to talk, I guess, all things today, engagement, dating, which is a little bit off uh, of what first we question. usually do. What's, what's your first question? How tall are you? 5'4". Okay. Because I need to know how athletic and tall my nieces and nephews are going to be. I don't think that has a huge impact. Yeah, mom's 5'2". Like mom, yeah, mom is tiny. But dad yours. was 6'3". Yeah. And we're all six one, six foot. Does the woman's height negate the height of the children, or is that completely false? Is it just the height of the man that the kids end up taking on? That's not true, is it? I think both. I think it's both. I think obviously the woman has a lot. I know in white-tailed deer, <laughs> the the doe has a bigger factor in the genetics of the of a buck and and the doe, but the buck, like in its antler characteristics and size, the mom has bigger impact than the dad. On this week's wow. edition of Why Tyler's Single. So I, <laughs> he compares <laughs> humans mating to whitetails mating. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, you make the point about uh, athleticism last week. Was it last week? Or I guess it was earlier this week. Because usually, not usually, this is going to sound sexist, but a lot of times it's like the guy is athletic and you're like, oh, well, you know, the female may not be quite as athletic. So it's like, oh, your kids, like you never know. But I told Parker, how does it feel to be the least athletic in the relationship? Because where did you, you played college sports. Tell me a little bit about that. Wait, wait, wait. Parker played in the Central Texas All-Star game in high school right. and scored a touchdown. That's right. Where'd you play? You played volleyball. Where'd you play? At Texas A&M. And what years were you there? 2014 to 2018. If I looked on YouTube right now, could I find videos? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's people jumping off the podcast right now. Wait, watch. plus she was SEC champion. Mm-hmm. Plus she was all conference. No, I wish. Just say it. <laughs> yes. Did newcomer so, of the year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you were, but you were a starter for the SEC champions. Yes. That's like a huge yeah, deal. So for the listener, she is very athletic. Yeah. Parker's pretty athletic back in the day. Her so athletic. <laughs> <laughs> He's very day. athletic. Back in the day. He beat Cooper in a race. He beat Cooper in <laughs> a race. Faster than a beagle. <laughs> it's a little overweight. All right, so tell me about how you first met Amy. Oh, wait, oh. sorry. That was a weird way to uh, word that. Amy, tell me how you first met Parker. I met Parker um, at a brunch after church. So I first met That's him. That's so millennial, by the way. Brunch after church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Was it love at first sight? Did you did you think that guy's cute or were you just like, just whatever? Um, I had seen him from a distance and um, thought, oh, he's pretty cute. Uh, but I didn't really think anything of it. And then he was at brunch and we were sitting on opposite sides of the table. 
Um, and I, I don't think it was love at first sight. I, we were just, I mean, we didn't talk, we didn't even get to like look face to face at the brunch. We were just all talking and were laughing. you Were you attracted to him because you knew he's the CEO of oh, the apparel? Oh, get here, Tyler. Making bank. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was not why I was attracted to him. It had nothing to do with his <laughs> appearance or status. Amy still does not heart. care about <laughs> my TikTok or anything. Perfect, which is perfect. I like had to like continually tell her, I'm like, okay, I like have almost a million followers here. There's a lot of comments. And she's like, on what? And I'm like, on TikTok. She's like, oh, cool. And then just like, like not in a yeah. malicious way, but she would just like genuinely was just indifferent about it. I think for the listeners, I think, I keep saying for the listeners, I think one of the coolest things about Amy is she doesn't have an Instagram. I love that about you. Thank you. Like that's so hard to go against the norm of everybody's got an Instagram. Everybody wants to take selfies and especially a pretty girl like you and stuff. But I, I don't know. I Why think aren't that's you on really Instagram? Really cool. I was on Instagram. Okay. And then my sophomore year of college, I started to like delete the app and go back on every now and then. Um, and then I think my junior year or maybe going into my senior year, I was like, I'm going to delete my account. I don't think this is good for me. I don't think this app is glorifying in any way. I think it's turned into a lot of things I don't want to look at. Mm -hmm. And just like not super healthy. And I was spending a lot of time on it. So yeah. I was like, let's just kind of get into something else. I still have Twitter, um, which is so funny. You're like the retweet king. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> yes. Um, I do love me some Twitter, but um, Facebook, the book, is really where it's at. <laughs> I still I love live. Facebook, and people our age hate Facebook, but I still think there's so much good stuff on there. And I'm able to keep up with, like, people over the age of 40, whereas a lot of people that are <laughs> our age don't keep up. Oh, sorry, Tyler. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're up there. Uh, the, the people that, like, a lot of, there's some people our age that don't have Facebook, but I still love Facebook. It's, like, still my favorite app. I can keep up with real, my parents. Real friends. quick yeah. about Facebook, side note. My buddy, one of my best friends from high school went to Harvard, and we were in college at the time in 2002, and he called me one day, and he's like, hey, there's this thing that one of the guys here at Harvard created. Oh, man. I, you should probably go look into it and get on it. It's, it was just at Harvard at the time, and then they expanded everywhere. But I was, like, got the call, like, when it started. That's cool. I, should, I should have invested here <laughs> in the movie. What do you think? So that's a little bit different of a way of meeting. It seems like nowadays, because I feel like everyone nowadays, or at least it seems like 50% of relationships are in some way internet. Uh, gone are the days of like, there being this negative connotation of meeting on, you know, like an internet dating site. Uh, now it's like Bumble and Tinder or, or whatever, like is, is the, popular ones now do you feel do you feel like more prideful in starting a relationship and beginning a relationship because oh man amy that's tough no <laughs> uh we brought back the milk this episode and in the middle of a very important question amy who was it that caused it here's a snapchat it must have been gabby can um, i look or no you can look but you have to reach for the milk too you, are you okay with are you gonna milk? be physically okay chugging this oh yeah hey what about this strapping young man right here? What if he drinks the milk for you? How about they do Show it? Show your love for her. How about she drinks half and he drinks half since it's... I, no, I like, I like Parker drinking. I like Parker. <laughs> Show your love. I don't want him to hurt his stomach. 
I can take it's a it. A lot of milk. All right, I can take it. Do the milk. If it quick. was muscle milk, drink the milk I, real quick. I know. One day, it. one day they didn't have milk, so we did muscle milk. This is great. Are you sure? You do whatever, and I'll do the rest. This is how I'll much drink I love you, you Amy. <laughs> it says 17 grams of protein. Is it expired? <laughs> I got it this morning. It's expired. Go, go, chug, chug. That was great, Parker. See, so y'all are now a team. That's what y'all do. Wow. That's, that was so boy Parker. So <laughs> that was a lot faster than I could have done it. That's what you do for those you love. You chug milk for them. <laughs> I love you, so next time I get blown up, you're drinking mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, is there like a sense of pride, though, that you met organically? And not that there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting online. But is there a little bit of a sense of pride that you met organically rather than on a dating app? Um... Maybe I don't I don't know for sure if it's pride. I have never been on a dating app, and that's just personal preference. Humble brag. Like you said, no, like you said, it's not like now. It's like a ton of people do it, and that's yeah. great for them. But like, I don't have like I don't have Instagram, so I'm True. I'm not gonna do like a picture situation. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't feel prideful in that. I just maybe pride was the wrong word. Maybe just like, proud. Proud, proud like, like met, yeah. you just did it like in an old school, like yeah. genuine kind of way. Yeah, I think I like traditional things, and so I like that it happened that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't like look down on it. Like people, I, I remember like talking to people. I've talked to couples before who like have literally lied to their family right. and friends about how they met because they're so embarrassed about meeting on a dating app or through a DM. And I'm like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. It's like. What's the fruit of that relationship? If it's a, a terrible, unhealthy relationship, then however you met, like, could potentially be embarrassing. But, like, if you have a good, healthy relationship, then who cares how you met? Uh, but, I mean, naturally, like, meeting in person and then not just, like, basing someone off of a picture of them is, like, probably is going to have a higher probability of working out, maybe. I don't know. There's a... a there's a how I, how I Met Your Mother episode where they do that, where they agree not to, uh, like, look, they meet each other in person, but they agree not to look each other up. It's like on a Monday and they have a date on a Saturday and they agree not to do any stalking because we're just in a world now where first time you, like, hear a name, whether it's, like, I mean, the other day we're working with some new guy with Yee, and the first thing I do is look him up on Facebook. I'm like, what am I, I'm working with this guy on a business, like, aspect. Why am I looking him up to have an idea of what he looks like, so. Well, plus you see their true, genuine self and who they are. On social, you get their best picture on their best day with the best lighting, and then you see them in real life, it's like, you look nothing like your picture, so. Speaking of social media, someone sent, um, Someone sent the TikTok that you had, the very first one that really went viral, where you were playing the piano, and you're like, I'm going to play this for my girlfriend. It's her favorite song. It's like about a year old now. And then you walk into the other room, and you look around, and then you go, oh, I forgot. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> and someone sent that to us after we posted the engagement thing and said, uh, wow, this TikTok really hits different now. <laughs> <laughs> the guy said, uh, it was one of our customers. He said, if there's hope for Parker, there's hope for me. One of Amy's friends said that she saw that before she even knew me. Or maybe she maybe she knew of me but hadn't met me yet, mm -hmm. and then she sent it to Amy, and was like, "I was waiting for you to run out." So <laughs> I was very disappointed. Yeah, it's like I just saw her. Then she was like, "He said he didn't have a girlfriend. I guess y'all weren't dating yet." Oh, <laughs> uh, what was y'all's first date? We went to uh, an Italian place in downtown Austin. In South Congress. But we'd been friends for. We met in February of last year. And I didn't ask her out until uh, July. 
so we were just friends first. I wasn't really looking for a relationship like super intensely. And uh, it just like progressed over time. It wasn't like right when I met you, like I asked you out. It was just like over time. We just like kept seeing each other at different church events and through mutual friends and stuff. I told the story on the podcast last week, um, but I'll let you tell your side of it. Uh, it was so funny whenever the winter apocalypse hit. And this was so this would have been right whenever y'all were friends. But Parker uh, drove, which I, I, I listened to the podcast again. And I said that this is very unlike Parker. He's very safe. I didn't mean it like negatively. I meant that you're very calculated about everything that you do. And this dude got in, in his car at the time, a Tahoe at the time, with the didn't have four-wheel drive? No, I did not. <laughs> and got on 35 and drove like 15 miles downtown. And y'all had a big group that was staying at y'all's place during the apocalypse. And I remember thinking, there's got to be a girl on the other end of this. There is no way that Parker would ever do that. It's so unlike his Yeah, I remember you driving. Like, dude, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> like, don't do this. I just, like, yeah. He got that home. was the scariest drive of my life. I'm not being sarcastic. When I left their house, <laughs> I I was pulling out to head home, and I was like, "All right, I'm leaving." They're like, "You're leaving?" <laughs> we were and like, I was like, crazy. "I was like, yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't stay. Like, I'm not gonna stay here because then, like, if I hadn't left right then, I would have been stuck for days." Yeah. And so it was like, it's like a regular like 30 minute drive back to my house in Round Rock in North Austin, and. Uh, I remember pulling out and leaving and then like sliding, like hit, hitting the brakes a little bit on the road. And then my Tahoe just sliding, like with the back wheels going back and forth, like for 30 feet. And I was like, I wonder if anybody in there saw me going home. Just like, all right, see y'all. And then it's just my little black Tahoe just going, just sliding down the road. And then, yeah, we were on the highway going home and everyone was going like 15 with hazards on. It was terrifying. Didn't you see a couple wrecks on the way home? Yeah. He yeah, it happened literally at the stoplight by their apartment after I was sliding. Then another car comes in and just goes <laughs> and just like slides into another car. Like Texans in the ice is just, it is terrifying. I've never been so excited to see someone walk in the door because <laughs> we just played Xbox that entire week, Parker and I at his house. And then I just turned, you're alive. <laughs> it's like, thank yeah. God you're alive. Yeah. Uh, has I always Parker, found excuses to go over there. Has Parker ever <laughs> farted in front of you? Uh, yeah. That <laughs> a boy. Nice. You got to get that out of the way early. I, I, I messed up in my relationship and waited a long time. And let me tell you, it's tough. There's like a lot of things that you have to do early. Like if you don't have certain conversations about the future, it's hard to have them later on. Farting also falls in that. If you don't do it within like the first three to six months, when are you going to fart? When's the first fart? When's the first fart? All right. Engagement story. So... I got to see this from like the other side, which is super cool. And this is the first time I've seen you since you've been back. Um, so y'all had like, so you went, you went to Europe for volleyball and we'll talk about that, but there could have been like all these different routes. Like you could have stayed there for a long time. You could have come right back. You could have done somewhere in between. Like, so tell me a little bit about why you're in Europe because y'all ended up getting engaged there, but tell just tell the listeners a little bit why you're in Europe, uh, the whole volleyball thing and how that came about. I was in Europe for a uh, volleyball tour, and basically they take you around to a couple different countries, and you play professional teams, um, and the hope is that 
it's so it's it's a team of Americans playing these other European teams and the hope is that they need a player it's mid-season for them their season starts in August uh they need a player and they will sign you and then you can be a professional volleyball player um so I signed up for that in June and then left January 4th um and I headed to uh, Marbor, Slovenia, which was awesome. Which you would have never thought you'd be there in your right, entire life. ever. Um, but we had a couple practices, and it actually ended up being a smaller group than they usually take because of COVID. Even one day before we left, we lost one girl because she had some COVID complications, and it was crazy. Anyway, I was there to play professional volleyball because um, I always wanted to do it. When I was in college, I didn't do it for a couple reasons. Um, I was just like determined to just kind of hang it up and be done with it, move on. Um, but I always had this itch mm-hmm. and um, I was praying about it and I just felt like the Lord was like, just go, you know. So then I went and they actually didn't need my position until the next season all the teams we played and two of the teams actually canceled because of covid um but um i said i am not i didn't want to play for a whole another year so it didn't work out for me so but that's it, the reason i didn't know that you would have had to wait because your specific position yeah so God. it was me and this other girl grace who were the liberos and um they basically told us like next season would be better for you so we can have film and like start reaching out to all these other teams but there was no need because there's only one spot for that position on every team yeah right right so you see this rock i ain't coming back next year (laughs) (laughs) yeah so important question one uh, is there like a signing bonus is there good money if you make the team and then two are you mentally are you done are you with your career in volleyball so there's different leagues just like the nba has like a g league mm-hmm. they have different leagues and there's actually a lot um so if you make a higher league at a team that has a great reputation you can i think make like six figures wow. um that was never a potential for this gal, but <laughs> um, a lot of people do. And volleyball is pretty big there. Like their games do really well. Like and people go. Yeah. It's not lot- like, unfortunately, like female sports in America. Like there's not, you play a lot of these college sports and there's not another level besides basketball. And even basketball, there are huge issues in the female yeah. leagues and the WNBA. Yeah. They love volleyball in Europe. It's awesome. Um, so there is, and, and they cover, so they, for international players, you're pretty expensive, but they cover housing. Sometimes they give you a car um, and like cover your visa and everything like that and then give you a stipend. So I think you make like good money if you're on a mid to high level team. Mm-hmm. And then your second question, am I done? Yeah. Nice. How does that feel? Is that freeing? Are you sad? Are you? Um, I was just talking about this with someone today. It, it was sad in the moment, like. Did just you like I the last time it. you left the court? Did you like look around and soak it in? Uh, it was kind of rushed, and there was a men's team coming on, and <laughs> it wasn't that like. It was just like yeah, of. it was really fast, and they were like, "You have to get out, blah blah blah." So I didn't really have that moment. 
but that that's okay because I kind of already had that moment at A&M mm-hmm. where I thought this was it, this is it you know nice. so this that, was just fun and icing on the cake yeah exactly yeah I'm I it was sad it was a little sad but I I'm just glad I went and I'm ready to to get on with it yeah I think that anyone that's ever played sports whether it's at like you finished in high school or you finished in college or professional like you see Ben Roethlisberger retired the other day and he, he did like a walk around the stadium and it was super cool. I think that what's so big about ending a sport is because it always, if you think about, if you think about it represents ending a moment of your life and not just the sports. Usually like you finish high school football. That's a reality that like I'm a senior, I'm about to graduate. It's not just sports and sports are so much bigger than just the sport itself, but it's like, I'm about to graduate and go to the next level. Uh, most for most of us, most 99.9% of all of us, that's just going to college or going into the work, into the workforce or whatever. If you play college sports, it's like, oh, now I have to go get a real, a big boy job or a big girl job. And then yeah. professional athletes, it's like the retirement. So I think that that is also what makes finishing a sport specifically so big of a deal. You finish a job. Yeah. You may be sentimental, whether you've been there a year or 20 years, but then you probably just go to another job unless it's retirement. But sports always is part of something ending and another thing beginning, which is probably kind of where you're at now, along with being engaged right after, which is like a whole nother just new life beginning. Yeah. I don't know if you felt like this, but it was just like, man, I have, at least in college, it was like, I had devoted so much time to this. What am I like? I don't know what I'm going to, what's going to happen now, you know, even if. Yeah. yeah it's a it new was, season and a new chapter. Yeah. And at finding your, your new identity for sure you'll be fine look at this guy do you uh um so for the back to the engagement um did you have any idea like parker's coming to europe to see you did you any idea that he was going to propose i thought maybe i thought you know he could i knew it was a possibility i wasn't like completely taken aback like oh my gosh I was not expecting this in the moment he proposed I was completely shocked <laughs> I had no idea he was about to do it I was just walking around where was it in the, <laughs> in the street in Paris it was um did anybody see and like clap no no they're great. French people they weren't happy for him <laughs> like get out of here American <laughs> it was funny is right after I did it a guy was walking by and asked if you take a picture and he goes yes but I'm late to work <laughs> <laughs> The most French response <laughs> ever. He, so he still did it. Yeah, he yeah. Did. but he still had to tell you, "I'm late to work." Let's yeah. just honestly, the French people really redeemed themselves from the last time that Granger and Tyler and yeah. I were there. They were everybody was really friendly and super inviting and welcoming and like helped us out a lot whenever we were lost and stuff. It was good. It's yeah. just a culture shock because typically we're the ones saying we're late to work, we got to go. But French are like they take three, four hour lunches and just. Yeah super stress-free and like we're always like time blocking and going from place smoking to place. cigarettes all the time everyone in france smokes cigarettes it's crazy and constantly just a way of life we would joke because we'd sit down to eat and like the people around us would still be there when we'd sit down and take an hour and a half lunch and be like all right we've been here forever we got to go and every the people who were there when we got there <laughs> we're just still there just like all talking still all right we're gonna hear all about the story when we come back from break So, Parker, tell me about it from your standpoint. So, I feel like the girl has the easy side of this. She just puts little hints, pin stuff to her Pinterest about what she kind of wants with the ring. And then Parker has to do all this recon 
and then make visits and like second guess yourself on your decisions and your thoughts. So tell me about like picking out the ring and then we all thought you were going to lose the ring on the flight to Europe. <laughs> and we were like, do not check the bag. Like keep it on you at all times. So how, like, how was the process of getting a ring? Like, and then were you nervous whenever you were going to Europe? Yeah, it's pretty stressful. I'm not going to lie. And it is interesting. We're talking about just like the tradition of the man finding a ring to present to this woman to then like have her promise that she will marry you and the ring is like your offering to show like your legitimacy it's just like such an interesting idea of like i'm this serious about spending the rest of my life with you the whole idea of like buying a rare jewel to prevent anyway that's always <laughs> just fascinating to me but yeah so i went and uh i started looking for the ring we started dating in uh july and i started looking for the ring in october and i bought a ring in october and I was like, boom, I'm all good to go. Like, I was just like, had it in my backpack. I was like showing Granger and Tyler and like Paul, <laughs> our videog videographer for the Smiths was like, Paul. was like joking. He was like, you got a ring yet? I was like, yeah, you want to see it? And I like <laughs> had it in my, I was like, got it in my backpack. We were like on an airplane. He was like, <laughs> I remember, you, I remember you whipped it out. I was like, wait, what, what are you doing? You a ring? You've been dating for like three months. Not even that. You're just carrying it around. Yeah, I just like had it. I don't remember why I had it with me. I just like wanted to carry it around. But uh, I logged on to Amy's Pinterest uh, when she was not in the room one time and found that it was like a little bit different style. So I ended up taking it back and getting a thinner gold band, but it still had the traditional diamond in it. And I and I switched out that diamond for an oval. So I got the thinner band and took it home and then I saw again and I was like, I'm going to switch it to an oval shape and then I took it back and they put the oval on and I got it again. And on the way at car ride home, I saw these like scratches and marks in the oval and I was like, oh, am I really going to do this again? Do I want to be the guy that goes in for a third time to change it out? And I was like, yes, I am. Yeah. And so I went back and I found like this perfect, uh, it's called a cushion cut is what she has. So it's like, um, a mixture between oh, a square and a round and it's an elongated cushion. So like it's a little Ooh, bit longer. Big words for park. <laughs> and oh yeah, I'm like basically I have a PhD in this <laughs> at this point. And, uh, and it's a big boy and she has a, the tiniest finger anybody's ever heard of. She has a three and three quarters <laughs> finger. And so I knew anything was going to look like a rock. And I remember talking to her friend and I was like, I'm between like, these two sizes of carrots and anything. I don't want it to look like tacky big on her. And she was like, I, she's like, she told me that it's like she, clarity is what she prefers. She's not going to mind whatever you get her. Obviously it's Amy. She's not going to care like too much, but she goes, she also said that she wouldn't mind having some ice. <laughs> and so ice, I was like, okay, I'll baby. go with the big one. <laughs> so I got the bigger one and, uh, and it was ready like three days before I left for Europe. Were you nervous at all that it wasn't going to be ready in time? <clears throat> No, they were Diamonds Direct was great. Shout out oh, Diamonds whoa, whoa. Direct. Is that an ad? That's not an ad. No free sponsorships, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Diamonds it was Direct. great. But I just, I kept it with me. Uh, and then I had it with me in Paris. And so the whole first day I had it with me. And I like, I took it out of the box and put it in a little bag. Really? I had it in his pocket. Yeah, Dude, there's so pickpocketers everywhere. I had it, well, I had it in a zipper on my chest. And, um, and so I took it out of the box because it like would have been too big mm -hmm. on my chest like it would have been obvious and so i just had it in a little bag 
Um, and so I had it on my chest and then we were walking around and I like slowly like slid it into my side pocket and then I like loosened up the straps that I'd be able to grab <laughs> it without her knowing. And this was the night before in Paris. And so I had it ready to go in the, the right pocket is like the on deck pocket. Like <laughs> yeah. it may happen yeah. soon. The left pocket was like yep. storage. Yep. <laughs> and so I had it in the on deck pocket and we were walking around that evening in Paris. <laughs> and so I was like, I just had like my hands on it. And then we're, I was like, let's go over here. Like, cause we just like basically walked through all of Paris, but there's just so many people everywhere. I didn't really have a, a moment that, uh, was just like felt right. And so it went back into the, uh, other storage pocket until the next morning. We were looking at stuff in the, the room of places to go in Paris that were like romantic. And there's this huge uh, church called, uh, Sake Cour, which means sacred heart. And, uh, we were like, let's go there at sunrise. That would be cool. And so we went there at sunrise and um, we got there and there's like this annoying American tour group at sunrise on the steps. And they were just like, what's up guys? Welcome to the church. And it's, you know, it's 6,000 square feet wow. on six acres. And everyone's just like, all the repurgitated stuff. Packs, yeah. And I was like walking around the sides, like <laughs> looking for spots. And Amy's like, where are you going? <laughs> I was like, I'm just like <laughs> looking around. She's like, the church is like right here. Cause I was just like looking for church Scouting. for areas like away from all the people. And anyway, all that to say, uh, there was a little area right below the church, like in the little, there's like a little plaza with like these really pretty steps with nobody down there. And so I was like, let's just walk down here. She's like, okay. <laughs> and then walked down there and did it. Did you take your mask off? <laughs> When you got on a knee. <laughs> Thankfully, they didn't make you wear your mask outside. But yeah. did you uh, bend the shoe or did you do the thing where, like, you just did the tip? Because if you're wearing, like, Jordans or nice tennis shoes, you can't bend. <laughs> did you bend? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm yeah. sure he wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> you should think about that. <laughs> that, is, that is a big deal. I have, I have seen the people Whatever. who do that. I've seen the guys who take off the Jordan and then yeah, set it down yeah. <laughs> and then they get on the knees so that they don't <laughs> crease Do you remember whenever Jordan? Trevor Lawrence proposed on the football field and he didn't have his knee all the way down and everybody's like, his knee's not down, he's running a fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, that was great. Um, we're going to do a fantasy ranking. So based on the love is in the air, engagement, etc., whatever you want to call all this, uh, we're going to do the fantasy rankings of best fictional couples of all time. So this can be movie, TV, book, whatever. These are fictional couples. So the way fantasy rankings work, if this is your first episode, is we go around the room. Everyone gets three answers. You do them one at a time. If one other person takes one of your answers, it's off the board. So there will be no answers twice. So we are going to let Amy go first. since She is our guest today. So what is your number one fictional couple first pick in the draft? I think I have to go with Rachel and Ross. Oh, I knew that was coming. Sorry. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Are you a Friends girl? Mm-hmm. Parker, you don't like Friends, do you? Yeah, I like Friends. Is this the first red flag? Oh, somebody would <laughs> say no. <laughs> I know you don't like Friends. <clears throat> well, it's like the second worst TV show of all time, right behind The Office. Wow. Yeah, why? Yeah, fighting words. I don't, it doesn't fare well in this office, not li literal office, not liking those two shows. Wow. That's a good first pick, though. Parker, what you got? I'm going to go with. Mm, I'm early. This is great. I have a pretty big selection here. I'm going to go with uh, Corey and Topanga. 
Oh, that's Boy so meets good. World. That's so good. All time relationship. Yeah, that's a great one. Do you still watch that sometimes? No, I haven't seen it in forever. Whenever I got my um, Disney Plus, that was the first show that I started watching again. That and Even Stevens. And man, I forgot how good. And like Corey or uh, Corey. Well, if it works that way, uh, Topanga was like every kid's, every little boy's like childhood crush. Everyone had a crush at some point on Topanga. All right, what you got, Tyler? I think I won. Excited. Uh, the Notebook. William and Lillian Wilson. Well, you got another name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't. Probably, I mean, no, I, I, but it's not on my list. <laughs> but that's the most. That's the best one. Though. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. What yeah. do you know? What they're, do you know their names in real life? I don't. I just know that they died you know minutes apart. Do you know the names? Hey, spoiler! Rachel. If someone wanted to watch the Notebook. Oh yeah, Rachel. Uh, Rachel McAdams, McAdams and Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. 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 By the way, two of the most beautiful people to ever be a couple in anything. They're yeah, both they're like a couple. Handsome and gorgeous. Uh, my first pick is going to be the two guys in the Sonic commercial. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite couple. My dad used to love that. They're, de- they're definitely together, by the way. No, no. They're definitely together. Did y'all see that they phased them out? They don't do them anymore. Are you being serious? It's like a, yeah, it's like they're a family. Gay? They can't not be gay. That's oh, just no, Hayden's theory. I think no, just <laughs> how many they're... how many guy friends in the last three years have you gone to Sonic with? Connor. <laughs> One time, twice. How many? How, what about you? I went with Brian and Paul the other day. Three, three's okay. If there's two dudes going to Sonic all the time together. I feel like one time there was a lady in the car with them. It was his mom. (laughs) Now they've like opted to do families and stuff, uh, which is kind of backwards. Everyone's going more towards the same sex couples on commercials and they're just (laughs) Sonic's just going backwards. (laughs) All right, Amy, what you got? Okay. Bella and Edward. Come on. Oh yeah, that is good. That is good. Good one. Do you like Twilight? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Twilight like gets a lot of crap, but it's a really good movie series. I finally watched it with her. Amy <laughs> loves Twilight. I don't know if I love it, but I did love the books. Did you have a crush in high school or I guess when middle it came school. out? Middle school of uh Taylor Lautner. No. Really? No, Every girl I dated. I'm Team Jacob. <laughs> team Jacob. <laughs> Our first fight. <laughs> <laughs> first fight, Edward or Jacob. Team Edward, or Team Jacob. Every girl I dated just had a crush on Jacob Lautner. I was like, come on, I hate this guy. <laughs> just every girl. All right, what you got, Park? Jim and Pam, The Ooh. Office. I can't believe that stayed on the board this long. Yeah, The Office. A very popular one around this office. What about you, Tyler? I'm actually going to stay within The Office Ooh. and do Michael Scott and Holly Flax. Mm. That was a rewarding one when he finally found Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen The Office all the way through? I haven't seen it without Michael. Okay, good. Yeah. We'll have some. Was that whenever uh, who came in? I think Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Was yeah. With, yeah. It's so weird looking back that Will Ferrell was on The Office. What was his name, Brian? D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Brian would know D'Angelo. Did it get worse? All you Office people. No, Did it dude. Get worse? You know, it, it. It's just. It's definitely different. It's different, but, but so I, good. I really enjoyed it. They did a good job. <laughs> Oh man, um, uh, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> You're sticking with the theme here. I can't wait to see your third one. Uh, Bert and Ernie, just like classic, just one guy's hat or one, uh, uh, puppet 
is happy all the time <laughs> and one's grumpy. It's just like the American story. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. I thought they were brothers. <laughs> no, they're a couple. <laughs> what you got, Amy, last round? Um, <clears throat> well, on the flight back, we watched Harry Potter, so I'm going to do Hermione and Ron. Oh, that's good. My spin fist pumping. That is good. Did you, always think, did you always think that she was going to date Harry? I think everyone thought. That. Really? You didn't? No. Oh, I thought that she was going to leave Ron. Just friends. Ginger self for uh, no. Harry. Nah, I was waiting for oh, Sorry, Ben. You got a ginger <laughs> right off camera. Yeah, I was kind of always pulling for Harry and Hermione. Yeah, that's a good one. I think Amy's going to win, actually. What you got, Park? I got uh, Joe Dirt and Brandy. <laughs> yes, that's so good. Dang, that's a good that's one. A I really never would have thought of that. It's an all-American couple right there. All right, Ty. Uh, Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. Man, mm, these are good ones. Game of Thrones. One. I miss Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. when that show is good. Why has Ben laughing? Do you know what this? I've got some is? really, I've got some really dumb ones. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Dory and Marlin in Finding Nemo. <laughs> they were definitely together. <laughs> Why else? There, there's no other option. I think. I hope we make an Instagram post out of this so Hayden just gets destroyed <laughs> with just all of these like cartoons. Okay, that just you can't tell me. They are together. They are? Dory and Marlin? Did they end up getting together after? Because another fish goes across the sea to find your son. You have to marry that fish. You have to. But Dory's a girl. Yeah, she's okay. the one that forgets everything. Yeah. And then Marlin loses his son, Nemo. And then Dory goes and finds Nemo, and then she forgets everything. But she eventually. But they never it back. confirmed that they were romantic. There's another movie. Finding Dory. They definitely laid eggs together, <laughs> on a seed pad. <laughs> <laughs> what a roller coaster of an episode! I definitely won that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, comment below it, what we missed. I'm yeah. sure we missed a bunch. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Hit that red subscribe button. You're already watching. Super easy. Right below us. Hit it. And Thank tell and say congrats to Amy and Parker. They already did that. Did y'all see the live stream? There were like 2,000 comments. Congrats, Amy and Parker. Because right when we started, we said Parker's not here. Everybody say congrats, Amy and Parker. <laughs> and they all, there were so many comments. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Well, thank you for coming on. I guess listeners are going to probably be seeing a little bit more of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Are you excited? <laughs> Get ready for Granger to walk up on you with a camera just three three feet away from you. All right. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. Eat your veggies.